Hello, everyone. It's your friend Tristan Miller. I'm just here to inform you that I'm recording my first stand-up comedy album and special on May the 4th in New York City at Caveat at 4 p.m. You can go to the link in my bio on my social media platforms, or you can go to caveat.com, go to May the 4th, and buy tickets there. Highly recommend that you get them early as they are cheaper that way. Also, after the show, I'm going to go, Phantom Menace is playing in theaters. So I'm going to take a big group to go to the nearest AMC or whatever Cineplex and go see my favorite Star Wars movie. I'll say it. I'll say it with my full chest. My favorite Star Wars movie in theaters again. So hope to see you at both things. If you have to pick one, just pick my my show, please. Um, I do. Uh, uh, would, I would like to sell out the house if possible. Anyway, um, love you. I uh, hope to see you soon. Okay, bye bye. This is a focus testing. This is a fun, improvised... um... Oh, Chelsea's here. Great. This is a fun, improvised uh, comedy show where a guest and I make up fake movies along with just talking about movies because aren't movies great? Cassidy. They're pretty good. Mm -hmm. You're you're a fan? This is... Introduce yourself, please. (laughs) Okay, so I'm Cassidy Kulkanik. but it's from Alabama, and yeah, that's pretty much all there is to know about me. All right. Um, that, that's it. That's, you're that's you're it. from Alabama, you're in Chicago, you're a comedian, and your name's Cass. Yep, Cass. there are no other facts about me. <laughs> Completely devoid of any well, sort of person. <laughs> well, yeah, the then. <laughs> um, I have seen movies before. You have seen a movie. What was the first movie you saw? Okay, uh, the first movie I can consciously remember seeing, and this is a horrible first film for a child to see. Okay. But I can consciously remember watching The Shining. Oh my god. Three years old. No. (laughs) Yes, and I would get in trouble as a kid because whenever I would go in public with my parents, like afterwards, uh, I would be at the grocery store and I would like wander off, and I would I was like obsessed with going red rum, <laughs> red rum, and I would walk up to strangers in grocery stores and at places in places in public that we were, and do that, and it was very scary for most people. <laughs> That's so, fantastic. Sorry. The first movie I saw in theaters was Tarzan. Ooh! So the first, so you saw Shining like on TV. Yes. Okay, and then Tarzan was, um, the so okay. What did you? What was your first movie theater experience like? Sorry, I'm tweeting while I'm doing this to let people know what's happening. I'm so sorry. I'm being a bad no, interviewer. It's okay, I love when people steal their attention. <laughs> okay, what's uh, your? Uh, okay, here's more attention than you want. What's your shirt say there? It says "Save the Planet, Hard Rock Cafe, Chicago." Very good. Um, my first movie viewing experience was. From what I remember, it was a it was a pleasant one. I went with just my dad. We went and saw Tarzan. Uh, I was like five when Tarzan came out. I think mm-hmm. uh, or six maybe. Uh, yeah, 
music and like going to dance and stuff, but my dad telling me like having me sit down. <laughs> I was still having a good time. You're a comedian now, you say. Um, yeah. Uh, what was your favorite song off of Tarzan? I wanna know. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, Strangers Like Me is undoubtedly, objectively, like, the best song, but I have a soft spot for the Chubby-Doo-Wah one, just because I like scatting. That is a good one, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know that I I could say a strong favorite favorite, but that was the one that came to my mind the most. That's fair. I mean, that means you remember it the most vividly, so. I haven't watched it in quite a few years, so. Mmm, I can't recall the last time I watched Tarzan. Um, not my favorite growing up, but it's a good one. Phil Collins. A-plus work. Now... Great Kingdom Hearts role. Oh, yes. Actually, very fun. Very good. Um, so what would you say your favorite movie is? My favorite movie is The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Oh, that's a new one, too. It's from 2019. Mm-hmm. I believe. silence afterwards and catch my breath i was so just like swept off my feet by the film it's so beautiful and touching and it's hilarious and it's also like heartbreaking it hits the full gamut of emotions it's amazing okay well i've never seen it and i'll have to now Mm -hmm. i've heard nothing but good things um and now more before it was that one what one was it though before it was that movie. That one's really new. I would still call that, that one a new is, movie. That one is pretty new. Um, oh, this is a harder question. I would say that before that, my favorite film for a few years had been The Grand Budapest Hotel. Then that's another very you have good taste. That one's, that one's from, like, 2014 or 2015, I think. So it's yeah. still, like, fairly recent, but not as recent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't tell you before that, though. Okay. But, yeah, that, again, you have very good taste. Those are both, like, movies. Does that make sense? That's, those are both films. Cinema. <laughs> they're from, yeah, they're cinema. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cinnamon topography. Um, what movie do you hate? Oh, okay. All right. Uh... So there's a film that came out last year or the year before called Under the Silver Lake. Oh, it has really? Been- I love that movie. I hate that movie <laughs> so much. I hate it with like a fire. Oh, in- no. I cannot stand that movie. And it was a bummer because I really liked It Follows and I was really excited for the follow-up from that director mm-hmm. and I ended up watching uh, Under the Silver Lake in several sittings because I couldn't, A, I couldn't tolerate it all at once and B, I kept falling asleep. Uh, oh boy. But it just felt so demoralizing and degrading to women and just I like I get that like part of it is supposed to be like that on the nose and stuff but it didn't feel like it hit the hit the mark of doing it in a way that was graceful and satirical it just kind of felt demeaning to watch. 
Okay. I can understand that um, to a certain extent. I mean, I'm not a woman, but um, I hope to be someday. All right. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I can understand that perspective. Absolutely. Um, it did work for me being like, yeah, Hollywood does treat <laughs> women terribly. And this is part of it. But I can understand. It's also a very long movie and meanders in some weird ways. Um, what was your, like, as far as going to the cinema, what, did you ever have a terrible experience? Ooh, yes. Um, when I was in middle school, I went to see The Skeleton Key. And while I was there, the theater was hit by lightning. What? And yes, the theater was hit by lightning. <laughs> and everything went like all of the lights went out completely and then the theater happened to also be like on fire and <laughs> it was <laughs> that was the worst movie going experience i've ever had that's it wasn't really about the movie although the movie was not holding my attention <laughs> <laughs> even less so when everything caught a blaze yes. that's very that's the best answer you could have possibly given yeah <laughs> <laughs> bad experiences but that one absolutely takes the cake 100 percent um yeah. do you have a movie that you hated but have flipped on or vice versa okay okay yes another really recent one people who are watching this are gonna think that i've only just started watching movies <laughs> but okay so there's been a couple movies in my life where i'll watch it and I won't like it, but I will know that it's a good movie. Sure. So, so like, I will want to understand why I think it's a good movie, and through rewatching it, I'll get to a point where I like it. Mm -hmm. um, I felt that way about Uncut Gems, but I haven't rewatched it because it stressed me out so much. Yeah. I just know that it's a good film that I don't like. But Annette came out this year, and I hated it at first. I hated it so much, but I, I forced like three different people to watch it with me in multiple settings. I watched it by myself. And after five viewings of Annette, I finally liked it. And in fact, I really, really, really like it now. I'm totally Annette pilled. I, I could watch Annette any day now. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. I haven't seen it, so we should do a watch party, and you can Annette kill me as well. That. That's, I would love it. That's fantastic. Do you have a film that's like a guilty pleasure? Mean Girls. Really? Why is that a guilty pleasure? Um, I mean, I guess I guess Mean Girls is kind of universally beloved, so that's a bad answer. You know what? I'll change my answer. Talladega Nights. Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Oh, oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. What about that? Makes you well. I am white trash through and through. <laughs> Everything about me okay. is. I I grew up in a trailer park. I love NASCAR. I own NASCAR clothes still. Uh, I had like NASCAR Christmas trees growing up. I love NASCAR, and I I think it's just a very funny film that has not in always aged well mm -hmm. uh but is like it's such a film that's of the time that it was made and sure. also so 
so much fun as an examination of like redneck culture yeah that yeah absolutely makes sense i think it's absolutely emblematic of the kind of comedies we were putting out at the time in mm -hmm. a very interesting way i myself have only seen about half of it on tv but i i would based off of that alone i i think i pick up what you're putting down um do you have a favorite director well yes but yes but he's like more of a writer it's charlie kaufman oh sure yeah 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 but he's written more than he's directed but i love everything that he's written i mm -hmm. also love the things he's directed but he's my favorite i say he's my favorite filmmaker sure sure yeah. yeah i really i've only seen a couple of his and i really enjoyed schenectady new york that was that's my favorite top tier s tier kaufman so good um, it is beautiful film and it takes forever to get through but like every moment is its own journey it's a great film yeah and the fact that it's long is kind of part of the point of it which i really enjoy um yeah and also obviously phil hoffman is phenomenal as always mm -hmm. god rest his soul oh truly truly upsetting do you have a favorite actor Ooh. This one's a little tougher. Ooh. Who would it be? Who would it be? Who could it be? I don't know. Okay. I don't know that I have. I do love Tilda Swinton. Okay. Yeah, I love seeing Tilda Swinton and things. Uh, I I cannot get enough of her character in Snowpiercer. Is so good. Uh, and I just, I find she's one of those actors that like, really transforms for a role and i i find that like pretty impressive and fun to watch so mm -hmm. is there an actor you know much like the movie situation that you know is good but you just can't stand that you're like ah oh, that person i can't but he's they're good though aren't they um be be advised that this is public <laughs> i feel like there is now I feel like I'm drawing a blank. Who are some actors? Um, <laughs> Unfortunately, the first one I thought of was James Franco. Why was that the one? I'm like, oh yeah, he's an actor. <laughs> you know what? That mm. does remind. That does make me think of one though. Brie mm. Larson. Okay. I. That's so interesting. I don't. I've only seen her in Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Mm. To my knowledge, she might have been in other things, but like I know she's in that one. But with I like her personality, but I have no idea what if she's good at acting. I almost said to one of my friends, like, is, what is it, uh, Captain Marvel any good? Because I don't really much care for the Marvel movies, but I like Brie Larson. Is mm -hmm. that any good? I don't know. But you think... Captain Marvel, so... Pardon? I haven't seen Captain Marvel, so I can't help That's you with fair. that one. That's fair. So you think she's good, but you don't like her? She's off-putting. Yeah, I think that I think I get I get why she's like celebrated and she's had some like intense roles and like she's had she's had a range of different kinds of things from like the room to like or just room, not yeah. the room. Uh, <laughs> oh, hi. And she's in Scott Pilgrim. She's in the Captain Marvel movies. She's I've seen her in a bunch of different things and she's always like fairly different in them. But for some reason, she just kind of bores me. Yeah, she has a pretty yeah. flat affect. Yeah. 
is there an actor that the opposite that you love that everyone can't stand and they're like why why cassidy why Mm. oh this one's a hard question i feel like Ah, there, I I really did just start drawing blanks for some reason. There is an actor that everyone is like, he only plays himself. And I can't remember who it was, but I love him. Jack Nicholson, (laughs) Leonardo DiCaprio. No. Ah, Denzel Washington. No. Nicolas Cage is a great, from the, from the chat, Nicolas Cage. Very, very good poll. He's fun to watch. He is a lot of fun to watch. Pig was the movie of the year in 2020. Have yet to see it. I've seen bits of it, and it looks very good. I need to get better at... Part of this... um, Part of this project that I'm doing is to try and motivate me to watch more movies. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously hearing about the ones you like, I'm like, okay, well now I have to catch up with Cassidy and her very good taste. And then also just, you know, for fun. But I have another question for you. I got one more mm-hmm. question for you. Um, Ask as many as you want. I'm here all night. Great. Um, what was the last movie you saw? Uh, last night, I went and saw The Velvet Queen, which is a documentary about snow leopards in oh. Tibet. Was that good? It was incredible. It was amazing. It was astounding. It was very calm and very meditative and the whole thing was kind of a conversation between the director of the film and this wildlife photographer who he was making the documentary with uh, about the human impact on nature and how humans have become so separate from nature and kind of this quest of understanding our more animal sides in in a way that helps us understand and relate to nature in healthier ways. And in the process of this like journey that they go on to try and find the snow leopards, which like haven't been seen for years, people thought they were extinct. Hmm. Um, They, they just like uncover some like really beautiful truths and have like this very touching conversation. And they, spoiler, they do end up encountering a snow leopard and catching one on they set up like the trap cameras like mm-hmm. hunters use for deer they set up trap cameras around this like very very isolated mountain range and one of the snow leopards discovers a trap camera at night and plays in front of it and things and it's just very it's i don't know it feels very special like something that we are not supposed to see that was like generously given to us mm-hmm. and it was a it was a really profound documentary, I think. That sounds great. What's it called again? The Velvet Queen. The Velvet Queen. I will have mm-hmm. to find it and watch it. Cause yeah. I love a snow leppy. I love a little snow a snow leppy. Um snow leppy. A snow leppy, you know, one of those little snow leppies. Um <laughs> So I have some trivia, a movie trivia for you, if you are ready. Yes, let's get to it. So starting off, what 
1990s rom-com actor. Do you want to spit in your mouth? Um, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, okay. Uh, an obvious but a good answer. Um, <clears throat> uh, what? Okay, no, I'm so sorry. I misread. <clears throat> From which actor would you like to steal a car? Uh, does Jay Leno count? Ooh, is Jay Leno an actor? So he's done voice acting because yeah. he voices that cat on South Park. <laughs> okay, then yes, I'll allow Jay Leno. I was going to say and why, but for those of you at home, Jay Leno has a lot of cars. He's mm -hmm. big and he's a big motorhead. And as we have established, Cassidy, you love a car. You love a car that goes in a circle. I love a car that goes fast. <laughs> fast car, Tracy Chapman over here. Um, what? Okay, so would you drive a NASCAR if you could? Would you give up the life of comedy to be a NASCAR driver? Can I tell you my actual, so it's not NASCAR, but my like secret dream for my whole life has always been, and I just, I, I never had any idea how to go about pursuing it, but to be a stunt driver would be like, if I could redo my whole life and choose my career path, I would do that. That's phenomenal. That's yeah. so good. A plus. Um, how many slaps in the face would you take to be in an A24 movie? Uh, I would be woken up with slaps every day for the rest of my life. <laughs> just Timothy Chalamet over your bed. Just wake up. Yes. <laughs> yes. Every day. That would be my alarm clock. <laughs> That's fantastic. Wait to go. Uh, if you had to kill a Marvel character, which one and why? A Marvel character? Yeah, a Marvel movie character. Ooh. Um, there are so many ways to go about this. Mm -hmm. uh, and it can't be Thanos, because duh. Because he's be ugly. Thanos. He's a big yeah. uggo, and that's why we hate him. <laughs> I would kill Star-Lord. Now, yeah. there isn't a right answer to this, but there is a right answer, is all I'm saying. Star-Lord. Yeah, yeah, it is Star-Lord. Um, hmm. Okay, I've done that one. I've done that one. Um, what character, this is deeply sexual, what character from a movie that you've seen would you want to go down on? And why? Ooh. Um, okay. <laughs> Benedetta from Benedetta. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Benedetta is a movie that came out this year about les or last year about lesbian nuns. And Benedetta herself is like the main character of it. And she's very, very attractive and also very gay. And I just think it would be a good time both for me and for her. Good. I'm... So if you're out there, Benedetta, <laughs> call me. Uh, do you think, I don't know this, how this is movie trivia, 
do you think that success is worse than not success and why this feels like a trick question <laughs> it's a question i wrote down in a fever dream i guess i don't know what this one means i guess any the actual question is can you tell me what that means because i wrote it down and i have no idea I feel like like the way that I'm interpreting it is kind of like it, like I'm substituting fame for success kind of in my mind. Like sure. is fame worse than not being successful? Mm -hmm. Which I feel like a lot of people would say yes, but I'd say absolutely not. I think that success and fame are like like what what is there to complain about? <laughs> I mean really. Okay. All right. All right. Um Finally, last last movie trivia question, then we'll get to the game. What is a movie? Sorry, I misread that. Um, it says, what is movie? Hmm. What is movie? Cast, tell. What is movie? Movie is the friends we made along the way. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll give you that one. Um, okay, so the point of this, not the point, that was also the point. They're all very good answers. Well done. You've, um, won the home game, um, a version of this, this stream slash podcast. Good job, A+. You've won the home game, which is to say subscribe <laughs> to the podcast. No. Um, so, uh, the next part, the next segment is us improvising a movie and creating a movie together and pitching it, basically. Mm -hmm. And so we can either, from the chat get a a prompt or i have a random word generator so chat if you have a word that we all we need you've done you've been to an improv show all we need is a word to start us off and if it takes more than 30 seconds i'm gonna okay pineapple is too standard chelsea come on i'm gonna reject that but thank you for playing um give, i'm gonna give it another 30 seconds i hope my rejection I hope. Okay, so we got pineapple and lemons. So we're fruit based. Okay, so fine. Based. What's. Okay, we got gorgons. Is that right? Yes. Gorgons. I heard gorgons. Do you not know what a gorgon is? That makes this all the better. We're going with gorgons. You've heard of a lemon, though. I've heard of lemons. Have you heard of pineapples? I've heard of pineapples. Okay, great. So gorgons, um, don't tell me. Don't. Okay. Okay. So just based. <laughs> so based off of the information you've just received, Cassidy, mm -hmm. what is our wh where does our movie about gorgons begin? The White House. <sighs> okay, the White House. What? <laughs> What's happening in the White House? That why were we there? inciting um, incident <laughs> so gorgons have just broached or breached the white house okay. lawn and are are approaching uh on the attack Amazing. and i i am informing you president george w bush that we are under siege perfect great so gorgon terrorists are attacking the white house perfect mm -hmm. a plus who is playing george w bush I have an idea. Me? You. Okay. Okay, fine. Um, 
I was going to suggest Jamie Foxx, but I'll do, I suppose. Um, <laughs> Jamie Foxx would be an excellent George W. Bush, but I just feel like you've got bushy things about you tonight. You're a little bushy. <laughs> yeah. My war crimes, for example. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, my painting. I, I do like to paint badly and show people. You are right. Okay, so I'm George W. Let me just get into character. Okay. You say George W. Bush, choreographer, just a doc. Oh, well, uh, shit. Um, I, this is, I'm, I'm, my impression of George W. Bush isn't great, so I'm just, bear with me, okay? Alright, so these Gorgons <laughs> have started attacking us. Oh, what are we gonna do? I think we should, um, they've already breached our defenses, so what do I, President George W. Bush, want to do about it. I think we sick Cheney on him. <laughs> how does that sound? Are you asking me in the scene how it sounds? <laughs> well, I, I stopped doing the accent. So, okay, yeah. what do you think of that? Chief of security. We sick Cheney on him. <laughs> uh, Mr. President, George W. Bush, I think that I think that, that seems like our best course of action, Mr. President. I think that it behooves us to get Mr. Cheney on the line immediately. All right. I'll get Cheney on the line. Boop, 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 boop. Cheney, uh, who's playing Cheney? You, okay. Hello, Cheney. We got Gorgons on the lawn. What do you want to do about it? I think we should, you should get a shotgun and go in there. What do you think? You got to stop making these jokes, George. This They're not funny. It's not a joke. If I had a cell phone that took pictures, I'd send it to you right now. But since that technology isn't for a few years no, away, mean, it's I mean, turning into cockney. You've got to stop making jokes about me shooting that guy with my shotgun. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, probably. In bad you know it's sensitive for me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, right. Well, uh, regardless, I guess. Um, got Gorgon you know, on the my line. Daughter, my daughter pays attention to these phone calls. She hears the things that you're saying about me. Crikey, all right, I'm sorry. Sorry, Dick. My bad. You don't have to. No, your name it. is Dick. You're not a dick. Don't be doing... Don't. George, I just... Yeah. What's going on between us, man? We used to be so close. Well, ever since you shot that guy, I'm kind of worried now, aren't I? You really think I did that? Did you? You gotta be the straight fact, with me. The fact that you have to ask that. Rummy knows I didn't do it. Why can't you just trust me like he does? Oh, cause I'm not a buffoon. And I have emotions and I have eyes that don't look dead like a doll's eyes. You know, I don't know where you get off calling me telling me i murdered someone and asking me for help while death is knocking on your door george you know what because you know what happens if those gorgons get you no dick tell I me get, what i get the fucking throne brother i get the fucking throne you did you this you sent them didn't you you nasty little bugger thank you you think I would sacrifice national security to further my own interests, you son of a bitch? Isn't that your whole career? 
sir. No, most of it has been in defense mun and munitions. <laughs> well, turns out you know a little bit more about you than I do. George. Yeah. I hope those Gorgons make it. Ah. Oh. Ah, uh, he's um he's not coming, guys. Okay. What are we gonna do? Turns to the camera. I don't know. Cut to three months later. What where where are we? We are in the apocalyptic wasteland once known as Washington DC. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's post apocalyptic okay, so when you say post apocalyptic, are you thinking well, currently apocalyptic. Oh currently apocalyptic. okay, I'm sorry. The currently apocalyptic state of DC, my bad. Um not is... a state. We haven't granted them statehood. <laughs> You Even know this damn climate. well. Ooh, you. <laughs> uh, um, okay, okay, okay. So, is it like Mad Max? Is it like um, Escape from New York? Is it nothing like those? What does it look like here? Uh, I think it looks like uh, the latter half of This is the End with, like, fire what? raining from the skies. The There's holes in the holes in the ground where hell is just open uh okay. there are thousand foot tall demons with giant dongs gotcha okay so it is a it is a reckoning it is not just like oops people are bad got it okay yeah so we cut to this washington dc the mall is on fire there's a memorial next to the memorials to indicate the people that were lost during the attack that's made out of cardboard. A homeless man is peeing on both. So. Split stream? Or is he going back and forth like a sprinkler? I think he has taken his coke nail and has put it in between his... <laughs> this is disgusting. I'm so sorry. His urethra <laughs> and is causing it to split that way. I want to okay. apologize for the mental image I gave everybody and for going <laughs> awful. <laughs> people watching the stream are gonna try that uh, tonight and kids you don't want to you're gonna make a mess yes okay <laughs> <laughs> so it's awful it's in shambles there are demons are we still following george w bush um george w bush is the first casualty of the gorgon attack uh, rip to a real one <laughs> r.i.p hw is still alive in this universe though not gonna talk about it not gonna talk about how my son's dead sorry not gonna talk about how's my son's dead <laughs> um okay so he's dead are we following so we're not following any of the white house staff these are like normal people trying to make their way we are we are um we're following a band of uh of survivors led by the slutty chief of staff that used to serve under George W. Bush. Um, I assume... All of them... Go ahead. Sorry, I assume that she is a digitally recreated version of Marilyn Monroe. 
she is a cyborg so yes the the mechanical parts of her yes but she's kind of a fucked up freak of nature where she's half woman half machine and she has mechanical parts showing amazing i meant like from a movie standpoint like we'll get andy circus in to come play marilyn monroe in a mocap suit but that that answer is so much better (laughs) it's both yeah yeah that is so much better than so we got cyborg Marilyn Monroe <laughs> leading a band yep. of miscreants. Okay, mm-hmm. so I I think there should be four more characters, right? Okay. That's that's not too many. So I'll do one, you do one, I'll do one, you do one. Okay. Okay. So for mine, my pick is his name is Jeremy, but with a G. So his name is Jeremy, and he is a tall idiot who loves to fuck and (laughs) he doesn't know anything but he's real good at doing two things fucking and fighting and that's it your turn okay um my next character is a talking dog and (laughs) It has a gun, but no name, and it only knows how to shoot and fuck, but it cannot fight without its gun. (laughs) Okay, so we got so far, the tally is this. We got slutty cyborg Marilyn Monroe, played by Andy Serkis. Tall Jeremy who loves to fight and fuck but doesn't yeah. know anything. Who should play Jeremy, do you think? Um, I think that Jeremy Strong should play Jeremy. That is the inspiration for the name, so very good. It'll be hard for him to play an idiot. And then we got dog. No name. Gun. Gun. Okay. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing here, Cassidy? <laughs> Okay. We're making art. Cinema. <laughs> so my next person, you know I gotta do it. It's it's Randy Newman, and he sings what he sees. I love it. And I love it. He's he's playing himself, and he hates it. You can tell that Randy Newman did not want to be in this movie, but he's doing it anyway. Okay. Okay. So we got. And then we got one more from you. Gosh, I wish I would have thought of a gun-toting dog. That's so much better than both of mine. (laughs) (laughs) So sick. Can you please draw it? Yes, after the show, I will draw a gun-toting dog for you, and you can post it on all your socials. Um, Let's see. Our last character is... is an angel who was sent to Earth to try and stop the apocalypse, but ended up being swayed of the opinion that the apocalypse was actually good and is now on the side of the apocalypse. Okay. So, okay, that that's interesting. So they went to stop the apocalypse, and then they're like, hey, actually, great. I mm-hmm. love it. I love all these demons with their big cocks out. Super. Mm-hmm. Super horny movie we've made. Um, cool, 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 cool. So that changes kind of the dynamic of the group 
in an interesting way in as much as i assumed up until and forgive me if i i, I was incorrect um up until this point i had assumed that they were trying to survive the apocalypse but is our merry band of travelers like trying to do more damage i think they're pro-apocalypse <laughs> i can hear that if it can happen if you have sex wrong um <laughs> so bad such a stupid not even a joke um okay so they're pro-apocalypse super great we have we have motive um so the motivation actually so you have the angel but the cyborg is leading mm -hmm. okay what was that conversation like um so a la austin powers she has machine gun titties yes yes of course of course i assume and and she was the sole survivor from the White House. Mm -hmm. And after the Gorgon attack, which was the first stage mm. of the apocalypse, when hell began opening and people were just running all over the place, she had a real, she had a real, uh, a real moment of understanding and recognition between satan and herself where he anointed her in the unholy waters of hell and she was able to promise safety and infinite survival and uh what's the word for when you just do things that feel good having fun <laughs> yes having funism uh, hedonism uh, hedonism yes infinite safety protection and hedonism okay for those who follow her leadership okay hence jeremy loving to fuck got it super mm -hmm. so that makes sense they're going through washington dc now has the apocalypse affected anywhere else in the world <laughs> or is it just the disapocalypse um it has only affected cities that have improv theaters whose name is just the improv <laughs> that's really not that many cities <laughs> so you got dc you got miami you got la you got no new york doesn't new york is in the clear new york is in yep. the clear <laughs> chef's kiss great so this being filmed at roughly the same time as like Francis Ha. New York is fine. <laughs> this is why there were so few movies that it wasn't actually a writer's strike that went on in Hollywood. It was the apocalypse and they had to quick cover it up. It's big Hollywood. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I love that. So they're going through DC, causing more havoc. Great. Love it. What does do you want to do like a little scene of them like going on the road doing the stuff yeah okay um so 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 there's uh there's got to be like a fight right we got to show off all these characters cool skills right Ooh, yeah okay so are people still fighting? I assume people are still fighting back against the apocalypse. Yes, this is definitely the ultimate showdown of good and evil. <laughs> of ultimate destiny, yes. Um, great. 
cool, 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 cool. So they encounter a gang. And the gang is like, ooh, that's an angel, and now I'm scared. <laughs> Y'all else seem just like horny or whatever, but that angel, though, ah! Oh, who's playing the angel, do you think? Ooh, uh, I'm gonna say that the angel is played by Jeff Goldblum. Can I tell you? I had that exact same thought. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, I love that. I love that. Also, he was the person earlier that I was thinking of when I was like, he's just himself and everything, but oh, I love it. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Uh, so, <clears throat> they spring out, and they're like, ha-ha. And, and the angel's like, ooh, you picked the wrong gang to uh, mess with. Wow! Can't oh, I believe you've done this. What a mistake you've made. And then the dog says nothing. And then they fight, right? So how do they fight, Cassidy? Well, well, I get out my machine gun titties. She gets out her machine gun titties. And I mow them down one big blast. She mows them down one big blast. Is that what you said? <laughs> one by one with my nipples pointed out like little shotguns. One by one, with her titties out like little shotguns. But they keep coming back for more. But they keep coming back for more. And I don't know where I keep my bullets. And I'm running out. Oh no. I don't know where I keep my bullets. And I'm running out. Then the dog throws her his gun. <laughs> he does. And he says... The dog throws her a gun. He says, looks like you need this, toots. <laughs> so, so he can't... Uh, the, yeah, right, he can't talk. How could I forget? The he's dog... just he's a strong, silent type, but he can talk. <laughs> the dog throws a gun. And he has a bad attitude. What's going to happen next, I wonder? So next, we see the angel disrobe. The angel ain't got no clothes on no more. He's not wearing a robe. Can't keep him down. And Marilyn Monroe disrobes to reveal Andy Circus covered in little green balls. <laughs> Andy Circus is under there. No ladies wearing underwear. It's just a little British guy who's got a twinkle in his eye. And the angel and the now disrobed and revealed Andy Circus, <laughs> they fuse together. Andy Circuit is, is also naked, but he's covered with some stuff. They fusing together, and he says, oh, that's not enough. It's not enough. And so, Jeremy 
who has been conspicuously absent this whole time, appears in a puff of red smoke. Jeremy is finally here. Jeremy, why did you wait so long to appear? He's in a puff of smoke. And you know this ain't no joke. Cause when Jeremy's here, he loves to fuck and fight. <laughs> to everyone's Jer delight. <laughs> Jeremy, seeing that the others are naked, immediately disrobes, even though it does not serve him any greater purpose. Jeremy takes off his clothes because he does suppose. It's the right thing to do. And he'll see everyone naked too. I feel like you're doing a lot of the heavy lifting on this and I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. Uh, finally, all of them, the now fused together Andy Circus and Angel uh, Jeff Goldblum. Wow, look at him go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they join hand in hand with Jeremy and with the unnamed talking dog, and all of them let out a guttural cry. They all out here holding hands, some inexplicable newfound plan. Even the dog is there. I don't know why, but the dog's just gonna be fine. Don't you worry, don't you cry. And all of them, while screaming, are shrouded in light. And the camera pans over to the gang that they've encountered who are just standing there so fucking confused. <laughs> the light's so bright, it's in people's eyes. They revealed themselves from their disguise, but no one knows what they're doing. No one can say. I guess we better explain a few things today. Have you guys been listening? I've been saying everything they've been doing. Why don't you just pay attention to me for once in your goddamn life? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So they just are confused and they do, they just like, is it just like a wide and then they just kind of like walk off? Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. Cool. They, uh, so they, they're super, con this, the gang is super confused at this point and they don't necessarily feel threatened. And they also don't necessarily feel like this would be like like defeating this group of ragtag people would be that much of a like challenge for them. Mm -hmm. But they do wonder if it's punching down a little bit. <laughs> so they, they they go separate ways. Cool, 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 cool. So uh, I think then. The Jeff Goldblum angel diffuses from everybody and goes, see, I knew that was work. Works uh, uh, every time because, you know, they get so freaked out when they do it. They don't know what to do. We're, it's great that we're 
being pacifists in the apocalypse. Net neutral, I say. <laughs> That's the... And carbon neutral. And and uh, carbon neutral. And then Andy Serkis goes, yeah, I know, that was actually quite, you know, uh, you know, fun for me to do. I'm going to go back under your robe now. And he goes, <laughs> he puts on his, and? Puts on his pants. And and Marilyn Monroe bot, whatever her name is, puts on her clothes. And Jeremy's like, oh, dang, did I miss the good stuff, though? <laughs> is that what Jeremy Strong sounds like? No, I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, oh. that's exactly what Jeremy Strong sounds like. <laughs> yeah, he sounds, oh, sounds like Griffin McElroy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I, I, that was really fun, guys. That, yeah, yeah, that was, that was good. That I feel fulfilled. That's <laughs> almost Adam Driver. Anyway. Okay, so they had an almost altercation. Mm-hmm. What? So our gang is now continuing forward. This almost feels like Dungeons and Dragons, doesn't it? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Um, with Randy Newman going left foot, right foot, of course. Um, so they're they're um they're going along, but they need to sow chaos. So what kind mm-hmm. of chaos are they sowing? Are they? I think they're yarn bombing things. They're, I'm sorry, they're what bombing things? Yarn bombing. Now, you've said something. I don't know what that means. That's when you cover things in uh, yarn. All right, like TPing someone's house, but with yarn? Yep. Perfect. Way better than what I had. No, what were you going to say? I was I've, just going to say I've we're been... just going to go to, like, Virginia and try and, like, scooch the apocalypse a little further. But I like okay. yarn bombing more because it's so... <laughs> These, these people are clearly idiots, which I love. I love big, big dummies. Um, pardon me, I just burped. How embarrassing. Um, okay. So, they're yard bombing. They're yarn bombing things. Mm-hmm. So, they've gone to a Joanne Fabrics. I've got all this yarn. And they go to someone's house, right? To yard bomb. I'm not gonna do the whole musical thing because god that's got to be insufferable at a certain point uh, but they go to somebody's house and it has to be someone do they go to herbert walker bush's house Ooh. whose house do they go to do they go to condy's i think they i think they go to hw's house where he's having an afternoon tea party with condy Ooh, okay Mm-hmm. And they're they're just hanging out, having tea, which sounds like absolutely something would do, they would do. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so George Herbert Walker Bush <laughs> says to Condoleezza Rice, he says, "Now listen, Condoleezza, I'm not saying this is better than what we were doing, but I'm not saying it's worse." And then Condoleezza says. I think that we should stop having the affair, George. Oh, no. It's just so... It's just so bloody difficult. You know, I hear you. What we're doing is clearly not right in the eyes of God. But the thing is, we're already in hell, baby! What he's gonna do about it? So I understand your misgivings, but I, you know... Yeah. Well, the thing is, George, that ever since I entered into a relationship with God... Oh, crikey, here we go. 
he sees everything that I do. He knows that I'm cheating on him. It's not about hell. It's about the person on the other end of this. Yeah. It was, it was fine when we were kids and we were eating people. That was fine. But this sexual relationship that we've created is not appropriate. You're not wrong. This deeply, deeply sexual relationship that I, George Herbert Walker Bush, and you, Condoleezza Rice, have is wildly inappropriate. I've got to, I love pegging you. It's fun. But I oh, just so can't fun. keep doing it, George. Oh, I suppose all good things must come to an end. And then he pulls out a gun and pulls it on her. Meaning you, my dear. And what does Condoleezza do? She says, Oh, George, you've made quite a mistake. Oh, no. Point, her nipples <laughs> pop out and are the barrels of two shotguns. <laughs> and she unloads rock salt straight in his face. How have I never noticed that before? He says as he gets blasted into one of the hell pits to be consumed by flame. Alright, so then we cut back to our heroes mm -hmm. who are watching this whole thing holding balls of yarn. Kind of passive protagonists we've made here, but I still like them. Um, and then Jeff Goldblum Angel. It's a slice of life movie. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Perfect. No worries then. Um, we'll get Kevin Smith to direct and the camera will stay still. Got it. Um... <laughs> So Jeff Goldblum Angel says, uh, I'm, ooh, I'm sorry if this is, uh, touchy, but, um, are you two relate? It's turning into Dr. Evil. Um, uh, are you two, uh, related? Is that, am I being a racist? Well, we came from the same manufacturer. It turns out that the person who made us was... And she turns to the camera. <laughs> Dick Cheney. Dum bum ba -dum. Ooh, uh, that's uh, weird. Um, he yells over. Uh, hey, Condi, you want to come with? You want to go see your old man Dick and, and talk to him about this whole damn thing? This is the Wizard of Oz, isn't it? <laughs> oh my god, we've just written the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, we've just... <laughs> but... Oh. Well, it sounds nice, but I think that instead I'd like to... And then she just unloads rock salt on Angel Jeff Goldblum. Ooh, that stings, he says. As he <laughs> falls over. Oh no. I can't believe. Angel. Jeff Goldblum. Finally gone off to heaven for the last time. He's dead. And the angel Jeff Goldblum has died. And when he falls. Mm -hmm. Everything goes dark. And Satan himself rises. May I make a suggestion? Yes. 
Randy Newman rips off his mask. Oh, even better. And has been Satan this whole time. And what does Randy say, though? Randy says, My son, it's time to come home. Picks him up in his arms like a baby. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. And then turns to the others, holds up one hand, and blasts them all straight to hell. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Leaving Condoleezza Rice on the porch with some tea and her tits yep. out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is this now the question is, is that the end of the movie? Or is this the third act twist? I think that I think that we've got a movie here. I think that is it. Yeah, it's star studded. I think we've got a movie. I think so too. I think it'll win Oscar for Best Visual Effects. Yes. For the Angel Jeff Goldblum. Um, everyone... Definitely best acting for Andy Serkis. How is he not? How I... how could he not? Yeah, right? He'll be either that or he'll get robbed again, as he always does. Always does. I think uh, Randy Newman will win best original music. I agree. For his score. Cinematography is lacking. I don't think that Kevin Smith will get best director. No, I don't think so either. I don't think there's... Just... He doesn't deserve it. No, I don't think so either. He's great and all, but I don't think, for specifically for this picture, I don't think yeah, so. Didn't, no. Um, and because he, he kept also forcing like needless dogma references in as well, because <laughs> he was trying to make it his own thing, and we're like, no, Kevin, just just do the yeah. job we hired you for. And there was like the cameo of Jay and Silent Bob cowering behind a boulder, <sighs> and it's like, why is there even a boulder in DC? <laughs> Why is that there? That doesn't make any sense. Okay. I'm glad we're already like hyping. We're already the Twitter reaction to the film we've made just yeah, now. Yeah, I love that we're reviewing it. Yeah, 100%. I, someone in the chat, please, please let us know your thoughts if you think it sucks. Yeah. Please let me know so I can yeet myself off a bridge. Um, <laughs> but five stars. Fantastic. Um, Aww, thank you. So, I like that. I like also that. Into someone said, "When's the sequel coming out?" I can't give you a sequel, but I can give you a squeakquel. How does that sound? Oh my god, I love it. Let's have the next chapter be following the fucking chipmunks Ab. through the apocalypse, through the gates of hell, <laughs> to go defeat Randy Newman, devil. Yes. Oh my God. A plus. What a movie. What a what a picture. <laughs> Fantastic. Great. So we've done the movie part. Now this is one of my favorite parts of the okay. thing. It's uh it's a lightning round. So I'm gonna okay. pick a word and you have to just do an elevator pitch. So just like a sentence, maybe two, of what you think. These are movies I'm pitching based These, off this word? Yes, movies you're pitching based off of this word that hopefully I can just... Okay, so strip. Strip? Strip. S-T-R-I-P. Okay. We're playing word. Okay, uh, this film is a coming-of-age story about a, uh, a, a mouse that lives in Las Vegas and inhabits a casino. Great. 
So mine is, and I'll do one as well, is about a um, sous chef who is known for working at a restaurant who that's known for their strip steaks and he wants to become head chef and that's difficult for him because he just got divorced mm. okay declaration okay this is a biopic about the woman who ate the declaration of independence yes. to go down in history <laughs> it's, it's you it's me <laughs> That's fantastic. Declaration. Okay, so um, this is about, uh, this is a sequel. It's the West Wing, the movie, colon, mm -hmm. West Wing, colon, the movie, colon, Declaration. And it's about um, a fictional version of, unfortunately, Trump and his administration dealing with too many executive orders. Oh, Okay. Okay, so let's get another word. Official. Official. Okay, this is the story of two referees competing to be the most good referee in yes. a little league soccer team <laughs> for a little soccer league. Oh, that's um, so good. And it is an intense and hate-filled contest between the two set among the most, like, Oh, this should be shorter. That's fine. Never mind. It's, it's fine. It's an intense hate-filled competition set in the land of childhood. Okay. That's fantastic. Because immediately I'm like, okay, so Adam Driver is one of them. Because hearing him, like, <laughs> is one of, no, he's one of the dads. Because I just want Adam Driver to scream, come on, to a coach. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I think... That's great. I love that so much. I want to now work on that movie because that sounds fan, fun, really, really good. Um, but I have to make up my own because I'm like, it's like Andy Samberg and who? Who else? Who? Whom else? Who should play the coaches? Ah. Uh, oh, John Leguizamo. Oh, that would be good too. <laughs> Just two. <laughs> Can they play brothers? Can it be a brother against brother? Oh yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Um, my official is a, uh, movie about young people. They're in high school and they're dating and it's a teen drama about whether or not you're actually dating. And there's like, you know, it's like, they're trying to make it official. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, We've all been there. Yeah, I think so. I think that's relatable. Area area okay so this is an alien movie but it is a movie about the domestic lives of humanoid aliens that exist in a protected society at area 51 very cool mine it's is basically i love lucy but it's alien i was gonna, gonna tell you my first instinct was to go okay so it's about two roommates and they have a chalk line going down the middle so we're both just in that mode of like old sitcoms. I want mine to be a sequel to yours that is set in the same universe, but is um what is Odd Couple instead of I Love Lucy. Ooh. Not to just yeah, very good. chomp on your flavor too much, but no, I think we could actually write that one. I think that one would actually be really fun. <laughs> I think so too. Uh, and then it's just Coneheads. That might just we be Coneheads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Coneheads. Yeah. You ever, you ever accidentally write coneheads? <laughs> this is relatable, All the right? Time. God damn it! 
I remember, uh, I, I recently made a graphic that it was Conehead the Barbarian, and it was just Dan Aykroyd's head on Conan the Barbarian's body. Please mm -hmm. look it up. Anyway, um, let's get a couple more. Um, a lot of these are, can be so sexual, and this is one of them. And it's Penetrate. Okay. What's the movie Penetrate about? Penetrate is about, um, so Penetrate is a retelling of Macbeth that's, that follows Lady Macbeth. Oh, nice. Mine is about a therapist played by John Paul, John Pope, John Paul Giamatti. Pope John Paul Giamatti. Incredible. <laughs> by Paul Giamatti. And he is trying to get deep into the psyche of a killer that he's been assigned to, played by Jessica Chastain. Ooh. Um, waste. Waste. Okay. So this one is a, a slice of life film set in rural Tennessee that follows the life of a young boy who aspires to become a banjo star, but has to take over the family farm. That's good. Mm -hmm. I would watch that movie. I would too. Mine is about a garbage man who is a serial killer. And he's taken out the trash, as it were. One Ooh. person at a time. Ooh. Precede. 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 Okay. This is a story of a man whose hair keeps growing forward. Amazing. The opposite of everyone's <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> so good. Oh, okay. So <laughs> preceding. <laughs> Damn, you got me, Cass. You got me good. <laughs> oh, mine is about... Um, the season before you plant the crops where you just till the earth and you prepare. Mm. You precede. Exactly. <laughs> Precisely. Um, okay, last one. Okay. Not to put a lot of pressure on you, but it is yeah. overwhelm. 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 Okay. This is a teen drama about a girl whose anxiety is all-encompassing and leads to her having a nervous breakdown and entering a psychotic fantasy land. Okay. Mine's about an airport. <laughs> airport guy. <laughs> uh, airport guy, he, he's a janitor. I can see it now. He's a janitor and he works at the airport. I think we've established that. But the airport guy works at the airport? <laughs> you, <laughs> you you got some splaining to do. Um Okay, airport guy. Works at the airport. He's he's not overwhelmed himself, but he wants to go his dream is to fly a plane. But he is just is a custodian. And he wants to 
fly plane and go over the great continental U.S. Hmm. That's that's the story played by Craig Ferguson, because we can believe he's a janitor, right? Is this secondhand lions? <laughs> you know what? It might just be secondhand lions. <laughs> we can't leave on secondhand lions again. <laughs> again? Does this happen to you every time? Yes. I just like secondhand lions so much. <laughs> I love Michael Caine doing an American accent. Well, I just love Haley Joel Osment. I do. I love. I love my little boy Sora. <laughs> That's two. That's two. You know what? I think Secondhand Lions two colon overwhelm is gonna be a hit. So I think. I think we're we're good here. Um, thank you for coming on. Where can people find you? Blah 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 blah. Thank you for having me. I've had so much fun, Tristan. Um, I'm glad. I am Heavenly Grandpa on all socials. Can I ask you why? Uh, so I love Animal Crossing. And in the newest Animal Crossing, uh, you have a little passport and you can choose a title from this preset list of words that you earn throughout the game. Mm -hmm. And... I earned at one point the word heavenly and also at one point I earned the word grandpa and I combined them and it became my Animal Crossing title and I liked it so much that I just made it my online persona everywhere. Phenomenal. I was so worried there was a sad story and I'm so glad it's just Animal Both Crossing. Both my grandpas are dead. So it, I, my dad my dad was like, oh, is this for grandpa? And I was like, no. <laughs> Oh boy! So we've summed up. Uh, you you can follow Cassidy at Heavenly Grandpa. Mm -hmm. She lives in Chicago. Mm -hmm. She's a comedian originally from Alabama, and that is it. That's all there is to me. That's all there is to her. Come back next time in two weeks. Uh, somebody else to improvise movies and talk about movies with. Good, good night, everybody. So Thank oh. you for having me, Tristan. Thank you for coming. Bye. Mwah. I have stopped the stream.